Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast.
Going back to 1978 to kick off this week's show with Wuthering Heights from Kate Bush. She was all of 19 years old when she recorded that. It spent four weeks at the top of the UK charts, and Kate Bush was the very first female artist to top the UK charts with the self-written song, the first of 25 UK top 40 singles for Kate Bush. All 10 of her studio albums reached the UK top 10. Until recently, Kate Bush barely made a dent in the American charts. Of course, if you know, you know. If you were cool like me way back in the day, you knew who Kate Bush was, and you've known for several decades how motherfucking awesome Kate Bush is. And unless you're living under a rock, you're probably well aware that Kate Bush is blowing up all over the universe these days, and I ain't mad about it at all, of course. As a result of Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill being prominently featured in Season 4 of Stranger Things, that song entered the Billboard Hot 100 at number 8. We'll be closing out this week's show with Running Up That Hill, kicking things off with the song that put Kate Bush on the international map way back in 1978. Wuthering Heights kicks off this week's show. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly or as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. And let me start off by addressing the elephant in the room. It has been a minute since we've been together and for good reason and that reason is covid yep you guessed it i tested positive on thursday june 2nd i was all set to go to atlanta that following weekend to see the hold steady it would have been the very first time that i'd seen ths since the triumphant return of franz nikolai but no the universe had different plans for me all i gotta say is i am grateful i got both shots and two boosters i'm feeling much better now I've been isolating, and tomorrow I will re-enter Gen Pop, rocking the mask for five days. It was bound to happen, especially when you take into account how many rock shows I've been going to in the month of May alone. May 1st was the last day of Shaky Knees. I got back, had a one-day break, went to see Krungbin the next day. The following night, it was Local H and Rookie. We shared with you the Rookie interview a few weeks ago. The following night, it was off to Asheville for Lucero. The following week, it was the triple bill of Anthony Green, Lori Jane Grace, and Tim Kasher. A few days later, the Afghan Wigs in Carborough. At the end of May, off to Nashville for Cigarros. In addition to the last day of Shaky Knees, there were seven additional rock shows. Mercifully, I only had four rock shows scheduled for June and none in July. Of course, like I said earlier, had to miss the Hold Steady show, so I've only got three rock shows left in June. Only one of them requires a road trip, and I am keeping my fingers crossed that nothing stops me from seeing Kraftwerk at the Ryman on the 24th of June. And right about now, you're going, Greenberg, I'm glad that COVID didn't kill you, but for the love of all that is righteous on E Street, what the fuck is going on on this week's show? I'm so glad you asked. I would love to tell you. We've got so much to get caught up on, so much so that this show threatened to be a multi-hour extravaganza. 
but I decided to rein it in a bit, to use a little restraint. So there were some albums we were going to feature today that we're going to push off to another show, since we've got this abundance, a bumper crop, if you will, of new releases that we've got plenty to get to on this week's show, so much so that I don't want to go ahead and tax your attention span. So we've got plenty to tide us over for the next couple of weeks. For this week's show, we are going to spend quality time with the sprawling two-disc set, and it feels silly to call it a two-disc set since as of right now, Wilco's Cruel Country is only a digital release. Because of supply chain issues, we do not have a concrete release date for the vinyl, or the CD, but suffice it to say, it is a sprawling set, 21 tracks, and it finds Wilco returning back to their roots rock roots. Or as my friend Don said, it's nice to see them writing songs again instead of background music. We're also going to spend quality time with Jerry Jeff, the fourth tribute album from Steve Earle and the Dukes. Previously, Steve has done tribute albums for Towns Van Zant, Guy Clark, his son, the late great Justin Towns Earl, and this week we've got Jerry Jeff, an homage to the late great Jerry Jeff Walker. And finally... We are going to spend quality time with the 40th anniversary reissue of The Clash's Combat Rock, their best-selling album to date, the album that marked the beginning of the end for the only band that matters. There's a brand new set called Combat Rock plus The People's Hall. Of course, the first disc, the classic album as we know and love it, remastered, and The People's Hall is a collection of recordings made around the same time. Not necessarily chock full of revelations, but an interesting look at where their heads and hearts and souls were at at the moment of inception all this and much much less on this week's show however this first set is from a bunch of indie rock artists who haven't been around in a while kicking things off with the french band phoenix you remember phoenix their album wolfgang amadeus phoenix put them on a lot of indie music fans radar back in 2009 as of now there's no official word on the release of a new album but this brand new single from phoenix alpha zulu dropped over the past week the first we've heard from the versailles quartet since 2017's tiamo phoenix was formed in the early 90s when vocalist tomah mar bassist deck darcy and guitarist Chris Mazzoli all played together in a garage band in the suburbs of Paris. Chris's older brother, Loren Brankowitz, joined them on guitar in 1995. After the band that he was in, they were called Darlin, broke up. That band featured Thomas Bangalter and Guy Manuel de Omem Cristo went on to form a little band called Daft Punk. So while we patiently wait for news of a release date for a brand new Phoenix album. Here is their brand new single, Alpha Zulu. Take a bow, bow to the sky if you wanna wait, great. 
you've got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. In that last set of music, a hat trick of indie artists who have been AWOL for a minute. Wrapping things up with New York City's Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. They were formed in 2000. Nick Zinner on guitars and keys, Brian Chase on drums, and the iconic Karen O on lead vocals. Their brand new album, Cool It Down, drops on September 30th. It'll be their fifth album and their first album in nine years. The track we heard, Spitting Off the Edge of the World, features Perfume Genius before the Yeah, 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 it's Regina Spector. And that's Spectre with a K. Born in 1980 in Moscow to a musical Russian Jewish family, Regina and her family moved to the Bronx in 1989. Her father was a photographer and violinist. Her mother was a music professor in a Soviet music college and currently teaches at a public elementary in Mount Vernon, New York. Regina's first three albums were self released. She signed with Sire in 2004, reissued her third album, So. Kitsch. That was the one that put her on a lot of indie music fans' radar. Home Before and After drops on June 24th, and it is her first album in six years. Her latest 2016's Remember Us to Life from Regina Spector. We heard Up the Mountain at the top of the set. Alpha Zulu, a brand new single from Phoenix. They have not dropped an album since 2017. No official word on whether there will be a full-length album coming down the pike. However, were I a betting man, I would put good money on there being a brand new record from Phoenix in 2022. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly, or as close to weekly as we could get, right here on NRM Streamcast. Speaking of NRM Streamcast, you know, there are so many awesome shows you can check out on NRM Streamcast. And a lot of them are shows you can actually watch. You can go ahead and download the NRM Streamcast app to your TV and watch a lot of these NRM Streamcast shows. The app is free to download. It costs you nothing to enjoy any of the shows. And I want to call specific attention to 11 Mile Sessions Live, hosted by my old friend Scott Boatwright way back in the day when this show was a mere mortal radio show. Scott and I both had shows at WHFR.FM on the campus of Henry Ford College in Dearborn, Michigan. And Scott hosted this awesome avant-garde show. I think it was on Sunday afternoons. Nicest guy in the world. Very laid back. And he brought in a lot of avant-garde artists to play live in the studio. And that was one of the benchmarks of his show. And with 11 Mile Sessions Live, he continues to bring in artists to play live. He spins a lot of great homegrown Motor City music. And you can watch the show live Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. And there are so many ways you can check it out. If you're going to catch it live, you can catch it live on either nrmstreamcast.com or 
at 11milesessionslive.com, and that's the number 11 as opposed to spelling it out. All episodes are archived at both nrmstreamcast.com and 11milesessionslive.com, and you can subscribe to it as an audio podcast wherever you find your podcasts. The latest episode features a live performance from the band Sweet Crystal. I can't recommend the show highly enough. 11 Mile Sessions Live. Check it out live on Thursday nights or catch up with the archive. You've got 11 full episodes to get caught up on right now. Moving right along, we're going to spend some quality time now with the brand new album from Wilco, Cruel Country, dropped digitally on May 27th. Due to supply chain issues, we do not have a release date for the CD and or vinyl. It's Wilco's 12th studio album, and as I was saying previously, it finds them veering closer to their alt-country roots rock roots. Two discs, 21 songs, and if you know anything about me, you know that I am not a fan of overlong albums. This one clocks in at 77 minutes. Now, that's not to say that all long albums are bad. The last time Wilco did a long album, it was album number two, being there, clocking in at 19 tracks, and it's one of their best albums ever. And I don't want to be one of these miserable, joyless douchebags with their arms folded at the back of the room who says they've done nothing good ever since Yankee Hotel Foxtrot because that's not fair. I love Wilco. But I will say that ever since Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, it's been diminishing returns. There have been albums since then I've enjoyed, and there's albums that I've enjoyed more than others, and there's albums I've enjoyed less than others. For instance, if you were to ask me what my favorite song off of Ode to Joy was, I would be hard-pressed to remember any of it. Going backwards from there, I thought Schmilko was okay. I loved Star Wars. I loved the whole love. Wilco, the album, had some great moments. Sky Blue Sky is a great record. Even A Ghost is Born was good. I can't say I loved all of A Ghost is Born, but it certainly wasn't horrible. But the point being is, it's been diminishing returns, and for a band like Wilco, and I love Wilco, but a 21-track album clocking in at 77 minutes that's a lot to ask your fans to digest right out of the gate. However, those first two pre-release tracks are two of the best songs Wilco's recorded in years. So that alone makes the price of admission well worth it. And who the hell am I kidding? Even when Wilco is not being the Wilco I want them to be, I'm always going to be a fan of Wilco, and when Wilco drops a new album, I'm going to be there for it. Like a little boy Red, white, and blue I love my country Stupid and cruel
myself on fire Every moment in a while Sing in the choir With me With me I love my country Like a little child Stupid and cruel Red, white, and blue All you have to do Is sing in the choir All you have to do Is sing in the choir All you have to do is sing in the choir with me, with me.
stretched our necks to hear below the decks But our fears were never real enough So we would just project
Stay strong a little longer this time 
by virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A six-pack of tracks in that last set from Wilco's Cruel Country. At the top of the set, we heard the title track, followed by hints all around the world, Tired of Taking It Out On You, Falling Apart, subtitled Right Now, and we wrapped things up with Mystery Binds. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly, or as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along, we are going to spend some quality time with the 40th anniversary reissue of The Clash's Combat Rock, entitled Combat Rock plus the People's Hall. Combat Rock dropped on May 14th, 1982, the fifth album from The Clash and the last album with Joe Strummer and Mick Jones in the band. It hit number two in the UK and number seven in the US, their best-selling album in the States to date. It was certified as double platinum. Rock the Casbah hit number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. Should I stay or should I go? While being one of the most iconic Clash songs ever, not to mention one of the most iconic rock and roll songs of all time, never cracked the U.S. Top 40. It stalled at number 45. There was a perfect storm of things happening to the Clash around the time of the recording of Combat Rock. First and foremost, guitarist-singer Mick Jones and guitarist-singer Joe Strummer were drifting apart during this time. Drummer Topper Hedden was struggling with drug addiction, and that would get him kicked out of the band after the album's release. But make no mistake, he was carrying his weight during the recording of Combat Rock. As a matter of fact, he composed the music for Rock the Casbah and played piano and bass on the track. It's also rumored that Should I Stay or Should I Go was written by Mick Jones about his rocky relationship at the time with Ellen Foley. Now, for those of you keeping score at home, Ellen Foley is a singer and an actor. As a singer, Ellen Foley recorded a series of solo albums, but she will best be remembered for her vocal performance on Meatloaf's iconic Bat Out of Hell. Yes, that's her on Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Carla DeVito toured with Meatloaf, but it was Ellen Foley who sang those vocals. She also had a role for one season on the NBC sitcom Night Court. But I digress. On top of the tension between Jones and Strummer, on top of Topperhead's drug addiction, Joe Strummer went AWOL for three weeks as the release date of Combat Rock loomed. And it turned out to be a publicity stunt 
recommended by manager Bernie Rhodes as a way to boost ticket sales for their upcoming series of shows in Scotland. The plan kind of sort of backfired. Everybody thought, oh, Joe's just going to hang out in Austin with Joe Ely. But when they went to go find him in Austin, he was nowhere to be found in Austin. Turns out he actually holed up in Paris and actually ran a marathon while he was there. Regardless, Combat Rock was released and went on to be their best-selling album in the States and featured their biggest American hit to date, as well as one of the most iconic garage rock songs of all time. Former Clash drummer Terry Chimes sat in for Topper Hedden during the 1982 tour, which featured a string of dates opening for The Who on The Who's quote-unquote farewell tour. I was at one of those shows at the Pontiac Silverdome. The other act on the bill, Eddie Money. I was thrilled to be there for both The Who and The Clash, but I will never forgive the drunken asshole a few rows behind me who yelled at me and threw his beer at me, and that totally took me out of the moment. Still, I can say I saw The Clash opening for The Who in 1982. After Combat Rock, Mick Jones left the band, formed Big Audio Dynamite. Joe Strummer and Paul Simonon carried on with three other dudes, recorded one final album, Cut the Crap. While I am a huge Clash fan, to this day, I have never listened to that record, and maybe I owe it to myself as a fan and a completist to give it at least one spin. Regardless, The Clash folded after Cut the Crap, Joe Strummer did solo albums, a series of albums with the Mescaleros, and he left us way too early in 2002 at the age of 50. In the meantime, here we are 40 years later with the release of Combat Rock plus The People's Hall, a two-disc set, the first disc being a remastered version of Combat Rock, the second disc, The People's Hall, a collection of songs recorded around the time that Combat Rock was recorded. Right now we're going to spend a little quality time with Combat Rock plus The People's Hall, a six-pack of tracks, a hat trick from the original album and a hat trick from the People's Hall. Kicking things off with Red Angel Dragnet. <laughs> Real rain will come and wash all the scum off the streets. 
is, here is a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the stronger bill. Now I see clearly. Personally, I know the alley where Jack feeds on the birds of night. Not even Bobby's bicycling can stop the blood and feathers flying. Papa, 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 Papa,
see me got photo, photo, photograph of you and mama, mama, mama Sam. Of you and mama, mama, mama Sam. Let me tell you about your blood bamboo kid. It ain't Coca Cola, it's rice. Straight to hell, boy. Go straight to hell, boy. Go straight to hell, boy. Go straight to hell, boy. Oh, Papa Sam, please take me home. Oh, Papa Sam, everybody, they wanna go home. So Mama Sam says. On the play, mind craze banjo. On the druggy drag rag time, USA. In Parkland International, hey, junkie dumb USA. Where procaine proves the purest rock man groove and rat poison. The volatile Molotov says
Another boy from another side The bulletins and steady coming Say those familiar words at the top of the hour The jamming city increases its harm And those terrible words continue to come Through brass music of government Hear those guns tattoo and roll on the drums
You've got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. A six-pack of tracks in that last set from Combat Rock plus The People's Hall. A 40th anniversary reissue and remaster of The Clash's Combat Rock album plus The People's Hall, a collection of recordings from around the same time that Combat Rock was recorded. Kicking things off with a hat trick of selections from Combat Rock, Red Angel Dragnet, Straight to Hell and Inoculated City, followed by a hat trick of selections from the People's Hall. This is Radio Clash, a song that we've known and loved for many years. However, this is a version with different lyrics, followed by the instrumental He Who Dares is Tired. We wrapped things up with Midnight to Stevens, a song that previously appeared on the box set The Clash on Broadway. Of course, the song is an homage to the late great guy stevens who produced the clash's london calling hey everybody it's debts no honest man can pay my name is greenberg thank you so much for joining us we're here weekly or as close to weekly as we can get right here on nrm streamcast Speaking of NRM streamcast you know there are so many awesome shows you can check out on nrm streamcast and a lot of them are shows you can actually watch. You can go ahead and download the NRM Streamcast app to your TV and watch a lot of these NRM Streamcast shows. The app is free to download. It costs you nothing to enjoy any of the shows. And I want to call specific attention to 11 Mile Sessions Live, hosted by my old friend Scott Boatwright way back in the day when this show was a mere mortal radio show. Scott and I both had shows at WHFR.FM on the campus of Henry Ford College in Dearborn, Michigan. And Scott hosted this awesome avant-garde show. I think it was on Sunday afternoons. Nicest guy in the world very laid back and he brought in a lot of avant-garde artists to play live in the studio and that was one of the benchmarks of his show and with 11 mile sessions live he continues to bring in artists to play live he spins a lot of great homegrown motor city music and you can watch the show live thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m in the eastern standard time zone and there are so many ways you can check it out if you're going to catch it live you can catch it live on either nrmstreamcast.com or at 11milesessionslive.com and that's the number 11 as opposed to spelling it out all episodes are archived at both nrmstreamcast.com and 11milesessionslive.com and you can subscribe to it as an audio podcast wherever you find your podcasts the latest episode features a live performance from the band sweet crystal I can't recommend the show highly enough. 11 Mile Sessions Live. Check it out live on Thursday nights or catch up with the archive. You've got 11 full episodes to get caught up on right now. Moving right along, we're going to spend some quality time with Jerry Jeff. The brand new record from Steve Earle and the Dukes. It's the fourth tribute record that Steve Earle has recorded since 2009 when he released the album Towns in homage to his mentor and friend, the late great Towns Van Zant. 
This was followed in 2019 by Guy, an homage to another one of Steve's mentors and friends, the late great singer-songwriter Guy Clark. In 2021, there was JT, an homage to Justin Towns Earl, the son of Steve Earl, and a talented singer-songwriter in his own right who tragically died of an overdose in 2020. Jerry Jeff Walker, the subject of Steve Earle and the Duke's latest tribute album was an outlaw country singer-songwriter best known for having written the song Mr. Bojangles, which was a top 10 hit for the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band in 1971. Yeah. 
If I took a rolling wheel Roll it ten times round Would it travel far from here Would it just go round Round and round As a young boy I helped the old man Working in the fields And every day we hauled the hay To the rolling of the wheels Till one day the tractor laid The old man down to the ground Tractor pitched him in the ditch And left a dusty sound Oh, the wheel kept spinning round I never knew my father well The war called him too soon They said it was an officer Saw some pictures in my room The leather city was reported dead Near the front lines had been found Mine blew it deep into a twisted heap And I still hear the sound Of a wheel that kept spinning round
Taking back all that they said Taking us all the fact that you are currently listening you need no further assistance finding the debts no honest man can pay podcast however your friends may need a little assistance in which case be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things places like apple google overcast pocket casts Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks in that last set from Jerry Jeff, the brand new tribute album to singer-songwriter Jerry Jeff Walker from Steve Earle and the Dukes at the top of the set, Gypsy Songman, followed by I Makes Money, subtitled Money Don't Make Me, Hill Country Rain, Wheel, and we wrapped things up with Old Road. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly or as close to 
to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. And moving right along to the last full set of this week's show, we've got a brand new track from Neil Young and Crazy Horse. And it's barely been a half year since the last album from Neil Young, 2021's Barn Toast drops on july 8th the album was recorded at toast studios in san francisco in 2001 but shelved here's what neil had to say about it unlike any other toast was so sad that i couldn't put it out i just skipped it and went on to do another album in its place i couldn't handle it at the time the music of toast is about a relationship there is a time in many relationships that go bad time before the breakup where it dawns on one of the people maybe both that it's over. This was that time. Thank you. 
water dripping from the pipes down in the basement Bare feet on a concrete floor Notches on the wall of my solitary cell Sweat dripping out of every pore It feels like it takes forever It's maybe five minutes on screen But the horns will swell and the strings will sound When that flipped quarter hits the ground
got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. Wrapping up that last set of music with a brand new single from Courtney Marie Andrews. Courtney is from Phoenix, Arizona. Started writing songs about the age of 13 or 14. Started performing at the age of 15. She sang backing vocals on Jimmy Eat World's 2010 album Invented and toured with them as a keyboardist and backing vocalist in 2010 and 2011. Moved to Seattle in 2011 to be a guitarist in Damien Gerardo's band. She's got eight studio albums under her belt released between 2008 and 2020. Four of them with Fat Possum. Her 2020 album Old Flowers was nominated for a Best Americana Album Grammy. Her forthcoming album Loose Future drops on October 7th and features Grizzly Bear drummer Chris Bear and Bonnie Light Horseman multi-instrumentalist Josh Kaufman from Courtney Marie Andrews. We heard the song satellite in the middle of the set the mountain goats the mountain goats formed in claremont california but are currently based in durham north carolina their forthcoming album bleed out drops on august 18th it will be their 21st album since 1994 singer songwriter guitarist keyboardist john darniel is the one constant darniel is also a published author with three novels under his belt 2014's wolf in white van 2017's universal harvester and 2022's devil house the current lineup of the mountain goats also features bassist peter hughes matt douglas on flute sax clarinet guitar and keyboards and john worster on drums who you may know from his work with super chunk and bob mould from the mountain goats we heard training montage at the top of the set a brand new single from neil young and crazy horse standing in the light of love neil young and crazy horse's brand new album toast drops on july 8th hey everybody it's debts no honest man can pay my name is greenberg thank you so much for joining us we're here weekly or as close to weekly as we can get right here on nrm streamcast and right about now we're gonna wrap things up much in the same way that we kicked things off we kicked things off with kate bush's wuthering heights a song that she took all the way to the top of the uk charts for four weeks in 1978 when she was all of 19 years old kate was the very first female artist to top the uk charts with a self-written song fun fact kate was also discovered by pink floyd's david gilmore second fun fact a cover of kate bush's wuthering heights also appeared on pat benatar's multi-million selling 1980 album crimes of passion yep that's the same album that includes hit me with your best shot and i completely slept on that fact despite the fact that i actually owned that album back in the day but that's neither here nor there let's place our focus on the here and now 37 years after 
her fifth album, The Hounds of Love, was released. Running Up That Hill is a top 10 hit in the United States. Why? Because of its prominent placement in season four of Stranger Things. I couldn't be happier. I loved the song when I first heard it back in the day. I love the song now. And I envy the joy of discovery for young music fans who are just now getting into Kate Bush. That to me says that while the world still continues to be a raging dumpster fire, there are still some things right in the world. There are still some things that will continue to delight me, like Kate Bush having a top 10 hit in the U.S. with a 37-year-old song that sounds just as awesome today as it did back in 1985. We close out this week's show with Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill. And with that, everybody have a great week. Take care, be safe, and remember, the dogs on Main Street howl because they understand.